Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of Our Leaders. Tuesday mornings live with First Seder Bismedjish, firstseder.org. Wonderful program. Look into it, go to their website, and become a part of it. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners. Will Bez Hashem be joining the share? Baruch Hashem, we're back after a two-week uh, break. I was like to be in Artsenu Akadosha for a simcha, family simcha. And um, <clears throat> I had a little bit of a debt, or I have a little bit of a debt to repay to the listeners of our share. If you recall, when I was in Eretz Yisrael last time for my son's wedding in Elul, um, I went looking for the kever of Rabbi Yaakov Berlin, the father of the Nitziv. We had a share in Elul on the Nitziv, and I found this kever. And then that week and the next week when I gave on Reb Chaim Berlin, I found that I had made a mistake and thought that Rabbi Yaakov Berlin was supposed to be buried next to his grandson, the Rabbi Yerushalayim, Rabbi Chaim Berlin, the Nitziv's son. And if you remember, or if you don't, you could go back to listen to those shiurim. I discovered that the Nitziv had a brother named Rabbi Chaim Berlin as well, who was the one who was supposed to be buried near his father, Rabbi Yaakov Berlin. And Baruch Hashem, I was to be in Eretz Yisrael, and I went to... Um, it's already a, a week and a half ago, and I went to Harazesim. I was in Harazesim twice, actually. Um, but the first time I went to Harazesim, I made sure the point was to go to the Kever of Rebekah Berlin and to find his son, Reb Chaim Berlin, the brother of the Nitziv, and Baruch Hashem, five kvarim away, like it was supposed to be, was the Kever of Reb Chaim Berlin. And on his Matseva, it says that he was from the Gedele Vilna, and again, somehow he ended up in Eretz Yisrael. Ben Harav HaMafursa Migdoy Yerushalayim, Rabbi Yaakov Berlin. So Baruch Hashem, I was able to find and be at the kever of this Reb Chaim Berlin, the brother um, of the Nitziv. Um, for the uh, Philadelphians that we are giving the shir for, I was like again to be a second time at Harazesim and to be at the kever of my Rebbe, Rabbi Uri Mandelbaum Zichrein Levracha, who I'm sure many of you are well familiar with from Philadelphia Yeshiva, and it was a big schuss to be able to be at his kever and Harazesim as well. Okay, today we are going to talk about, we're continuing the Tkufa that we've been doing the last few times. We did the Rekeach, we did Rabbi Yehuda Chosid, and now we're going to Rabbi Yitzchak Bivin, better known as the Arzarua. We've quoted him many times in different shiurim from different gedolim, and um, the Arzarua is one of our mainstays of our halacha of Hilchas Ashkenaz. <coughs> when you learn Shachan Arach, you learn Meshabura, you come across the Arzarua um, so many times, and I felt that it's time to uh, learn about the Arzarua. However, I have to say that this was a very, very tough shir to prepare because there's almost nothing about the Arzurua that has been prepared or known. Um, as I searched and I searched, Kedarki, um, I found very, very little, and uh, it was, uh, I almost gave up, and then as I, the next day I was learning Mishabura, and I came across like, I don't know, four, five, six Arzuruas in a few Simanim, and I said, uh, to Simim in Hashemayim, maybe to persevere, so, Bez Hashem, we hope that this year um, will be a, as, as uh, comprehensive as possible on the Arzarua to be Eile al Shulchan Rabbonin, Shulchan Malachim, Man Malchi Rabbonin. 
So let's see the Arzarua. The Arzarua was born again when we get to these uh, Tkufas, it's hard to know exactly, especially when there's so little known about him. Barak in the years 1180 to 1250, he was Nifter, 1260, maybe 1270. Uh, around that neighborhood, late uh, 1100s, early 1200s, they call it in the beginning of the Elif uh, Hashishi, uh, in the beginning of the 5000s that we're in now, which was 1240. He was a little bit earlier than that. Um, that was his Tkufa. Again, we don't know much about his life. We don't know about the Seder of his life. That's the hard part for sure. In the Hakdamata or Zerua, he signs his name and he writes, Vayichur v'akadusha yoasa lakel. And Yichur and Kedusha is given to the Rabbi Shalaylam, lakel el yoin asher hekim me'ashbez evyoin. That he has um, uh, lifted up from the ashbez, from the depths, evyoin, the uh, the poor one, impoverished one, Yitzchak ben Ramosha, asher gadol ba'ini. That he's talking about himself, that he was raised in poverty of Tultulim, and also um, wandering around. I am obligated to give praise to Hashem that He placed me in the Yoshev Ahalim in the base Majish. So it sounds like he had a lot of troubles wandering around. In the Chubas of his son, Reb Chaim, who's called the Marach or Zeruah, sometimes when you learn a lot, you see there's the Zeruah and there's the Marach or Zeruah. Marach or Zeruah is his son, Reb Chaim. In Simon Kof Samachalif, he brings a Chuva from his father that says, Baruch Tia, Teirak Doisha, Vagoymo Chesel of Yoinim, Baruch is Hashem, who um, bestowed Chesed on the poor people, Hamoitzi Mizolo Yoker, who took from the disgusting something precious. That he put me at my feet in the Torah, Yosem Garua Kamaini, a impoverished and a low down orphan like me. Vizikani Chanun Verachum Tzurbe Deshmaitza, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave me the schus to learn Torah Baruch Hu Baruch Shemay. So in those few, those two places, he sort of gives us an overview of a troubled life that he had. Now, who was he in Arzarua? He says, Yitzchak, ben Reb Moshe, ben Yitzchak, ben Reb So that's his Yichus. We don't know much about his family. It seems everyone takes on that he was born and he was as a young age in Biham. Biham is Bohemia. That's uh, what we call Czech today. In our Zerua, in Avodah of Gimel, he says, "Zechroni kishani amechaber narkaton." He says, "I remember when I, the young, the mechaber was a small child." I'm not sure where the city of Maishan is, but um, from what I saw brought, it's in somewhere in Bohemia. And he says, "I remember that they used to, in the Beis Haknes in the Shul, they used to make pictures on the walls of trees and of birds." Vedanti, and as a young child, I told them Shalasulasis came. And it's interesting, Briah that he brings um, from, he says, Mashaninu. We know the Mishnah tells us that if a person is learning and he stops and he says, Manoi how beautiful this tree is, so it's a terrible thing. So you see, says the Arzaruah, the fact that a person is paying attention to the tree means he's not paying attention to his learning, and it's a bit of Tyra. So he says, so kol shekein tefillah shetzricha kavana tvei. So for sure tefillah, which means more kavana, if a person is going to see a nice tree, he's going to not be able to mechaven properly. So therefore I told them when I was a young child in the shul that they should not have pictures of trees and uh, and birds on the wall because it stares your kavana. 
Um, <clears throat> so that's one thing he brings from when he was a child. He brings from his Rabbeim in Biyam, in Bohemia, like in Hilchas Taka, Aishas, he says, He also brings what's called Minig Eretz Kenan. And this is a very important thing to know in the Lashon of Rishainim. The Lashonim, and even Rashi in some places, brings from Eretz Kenan. What's Eretz Kenan? Eretz Kenan was the way the Rishonim referred to, to Bohemia. It was, um, it was uh, Slovakian, and somehow there was some, uh, the, the, the Lashon of uh, Slovak was, uh, was a Lashon of, like, um, of, of servants. And in the Lashon of Rishonim, when you find the Lashon of Eretz Kenan, it means Slovakian or Bohemia, that, that neighborhood. And he brings it many times. Sometimes he brings even translations of the word Be'eretz Kenan. So you should know that uh, in the Lashon of Rishonim, it's not referring to like uh, Eretz Yisrael or whatever language you want to call it Palestine. It wasn't Palestine. But it's not the Eretz Kenan that we refer to in the Torah. So he brings, when he brings Eretz Kenan, it's Bohemia. And he brings that a lot. So he brings, for example, um, in Ilkha Shabbos, Lamed Beis, Umaisim Bechalyoim Bemachuseinu Be'eretz Kenan. It's Maisim every day, all the time, in our land, Eretz Kenan. Be'erev Shabbos, Bechupas Mizamrim Ala Shulchan. They sing and they use benchers on the Shulchan. Afagav, the Haner Mitata, even though they're reading from a Ner, the Shaila is, are you allowed to read Lo'ar Haner? And my Rabbeim, our, our Rabbeim didn't have a problem with it. And he's saying over there, because since the Tzibur is together, the Amos Tzibur love not to uh, touch the Ner and be matted. <coughs> but again, he's bringing here from his uh, Rabbi Seinu in Eretz Kenan, Bohemia, and many places um, he brings um, the, uh, from Eretz Kenan in Rabbi Seinu. It would seem that while he was a young child in Bohemia, he learned from, and he had many Rabbeim in Arzarua throughout this farm. He brings Mary numerous times, as we're try, going to try to enumerate here, not in any specific order that I know, because like we said, we don't know his order. But assuming when he was young, he was in Bohemia, he learned from Rabbi Avram ben Israel. Rabbi Avram ben Israel <coughs> was a Rav in Prague, and he was the author of the Sefer Arugas Habaisem, for example, in Hilchas Matzah Shabbos, um, the Arzurah brings that Rav Amram says that if Matzah Shabbos is Yantif, so usually you do Yak Nahaz, Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah Zman. So Rav Amram says, let's say you don't have any wine, so you're allowed to make Kiddush and Pas and bread, and even though you're also making Havdalah, so it's not a problem. He calls it, you could do Pak Nahaz. You could do um, not Yain um, Kiddush Ner Havdalah, Pas Kiddush Ner Havdalah. Why? Even though on a regular Matzah Shabbos you cannot say Havdalah on Pas. However, this Matzah Shabbos you can. And this is a, a Sugi and Shulchan Aruch as well. And over there he says, My Rebbe, Rebbe of Ram and Israel, brought a Raya to Rav Amram that you should be allowed to do it. That since you're allowed to do it for Kiddush, you could do it for Havdalah as well. We know he learned in Regensburg by Rabbi Huda Chassid. And we talked about that in the Shev Rabbi Yudachasin when he was in Regensburg. And also in Regensburg, he also learned by Rabbi Avram ben Rabbi Isha. <coughs> in Hilchus Kriya Shema and Simen Yod Aleph, he says, Re'isi Meiri Rabbi Yudachasin, Ves Meiri Rabbeinu Avram ben Rabbi Isha, Shohayu Kairin, Shnayim Mikra Vechatargim, Bishas Kriya Shatzes Atayra. He says, I saw my Rabbeim Rabbi Yudachasin and Rabbi Avram ben Rabbi Isha, that they used to read Shnayim Mikra Vechatargim, during Kriyas HaTayra. 
So while the Shliach Tzibur was laning, they were doing Shnai Mikra. Now it's Mavur, when you look in Simen Kuf Mem Vav and Shulchan Aruch, we're talking about not the way people do it nowadays, they lane along with the Shliach Tzibur and our Yoytze Shnai Mikra. means to say the Shliach Tzibur could be holding in Shlishi, and he's doing uh, Shnai Mikra in Revi. So he's not really paying attention to Shliach Tzibur, but since he's doing the same Indian that the Shliach Tzibur is doing, they held that's okay. Vaimrani um Kizem Mutter and the Razura says this is Mutter, Lakuleyama. In other words, the whole Shaila if you're allowed to learn during Kriya Satira, everybody agrees you could do this because you're being Isaac in the same Indian. And again, if you look at Shaganarak Sim Kufman Vav, Nilchus Kriya Satira, there's a big machlaikas over there, and this sheet is actually brought. And if you look at the side of Shulchanarach in the Beragayla, he says this was Minig Rabbi Yehuda Chassid. So this is where it comes from, from the Zerua, who brought Rabbi Yehuda Chassid, and from Rabbi Avram ben Ramosha. Both of them were in um, Regensburg, and he learned there. Now he also learned in uh, France, in Paris. Now in France, we find he brings in uh, Hilchas Shabbos in Pei Dalit Ois Gimel. He writes, "Aniya bechaber b'tzarfas." I the mechaber was in France. Hayinu moch melichim ayfanim ala begadim. In the year about 1215, um, Pope Benedict the Third made a decree that the Jews have to wear a round circle on their clothing. And I think it could be the Muslims also. Someone said the Muslims as well. And the reason was that he didn't want the Christians intermarrying with anybody else. In um, all the places in Europe, they had such a thing. In Germany, they had this uh, hat the Jews had to wear, like a dunce cap. See the pictures of it to show they're Jewish. And in Sarfas, they had to wear this circle that was on their begadim. And Kikain Gozra Ali Yehudim Sahi, he writes, Tarzarua, that was Xer on the Jews at that time. This in Halacha you find in um, in um, in, um, in in Hilchas Shabbos you talk about uh, the Avadim used to have a certain uh, seal and signature that the uh, that they had to wear in the Shiloh. Could you wear it on Shabbos or not? So he says that's like Chaysim Shais Rabbi. So he writes to Moiri Rav Shim Shim Mikutzi. Um, my Rebbe, the Rash Mikutsi, Reb Shimsha Mikutsi, um, was mad to this because it is Mechubar, it is attached to the clothing. So here you see in France he was a Talmud of Reb Shimsha Mikutsi. We also find that in Paris, in Chelek Alef Tavshinai in Tess, he writes, Vani Reisi be Paris, Bechaga Pesach, Lakashi Yotsunim Beisakneses, Shehitter Moira Ben Yehudazal, Shenikra Sir Leon. Leon. He says, My Rebbe Rebbe Yehuda, this is the Rimi Paris, one of the Baliatoises. There are two Rimi Parises. There's Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Chiel. Rebbe Yehuda was the Rebbe. Rebbe Chiel was a Talmud, and he was a contemporary of the Arzarua, who was also a Talmud of Rebbe Yehuda Mi Paris. And he says, he calls him Sir Leon. Sir Leon in Latin means Sir Lion. Sir means Sir. Leon is Lion. And he says he was matter nice and tamlifagam on Pesach. So Shail of nice and tamlifagam is mutter on Pesach. So he's made that my Rebbe was matter. For Rebbe Chil Hanikra Sir Yivus, or Vives, which means, um, Sir means again, Sir or Lord. And Viv in Latin is Yechi, he should live, the, the Lord should live. So Rebbe Chil also was at that 
was at that Maimed, he was there when the first Rabbi Yehudim Pariz was being Mater, the nice and Tom Lefagam. They're both, like I said, Bali Ataisvis. Rabbi Chilmi Pariz was also the Rabbi of the Maram Rutenberg. The Maram Rutenberg was also a Talmud of the Orzarua, but also Rabbi Pariz. And we talked about the Maram Rutenberg. He witnessed the burning of the, uh, of the Talmud in the days of Rabbi Chilmi Pariz in Paris. Um, there's another place in, uh, in, in Arzarua, Chelek. Um, this was a Chelek Aleph in Reish Samach Beis, and it's also brought in the Mardchai in Psachim Parakal Shah, Tovkov Samach Zayin, Vikasa Ritzel Bivina, Besefer Arzarua, Vyesimatsik Mayim Aide Rehudemi Pariz, that Arzarua writes, when I was um, drawing water from Rehudemi Pariz, um, <coughs> not in the shul here it's talking about he saw it in his house and there were groups of Tamidim Balabatim and a shayel came and asked and he was maturate another of his rabbeim was the Raviyah Reb Lazar Ben Yoel Halevi he brings him constantly another of his rabbeim was the Rekeach Another of his rabbeim was Rabbeinu Simcha ben Reb Shmuel from Shmira, and he brings him constantly as well, and um, we'll talk about him a little later in the shir as well. In Hilchas Avelus Tov Lamed Beis, he says, uh, person's wife was nifter the day before him Kippur. My Rabbi Rabitzak Bermordchai from BM, from Bohemia. Now this, who is this? In the Bali Ataisvis, he's called Hari Halavan. So you find him in Bali Ataisvis, Hari Halavan, Rabitzak, sometimes he's called Rabitzak uh, Miprag. And... Um, he was one of his uh, rabbeim as um, as well, and he was matter her husband to take a haircut erev sukkas. That's what it was Nagea over there. Now I saw in a few the few places that bring anything about the uh, arzarua. They say he's also called Rebitzchak from Würzburg because he was in Würzburg, as we'll see. But I didn't find anywhere in the Rishayim that he was called Rebitzchak from Würzburg. I may be incorrect. Someone could correct me. Um, they do bring the Taisus Harash in Bavakamal Amid Gimel that's brought in Shittim Kubetzes that dictate Harimi Wurzburg and they say this is the Arzarua. However, in all the new prints of the Shittim Kubetzes and Taisus Harash, they write over there Harav Yoynasan Me Wurzburg, so it's a different person. How do they know that? Maybe that Xaviad. I don't know. Um, <coughs> now, in the Mardchai, Brings Beshem the Maram Rutenberg, and this is in Mayikatan Taftav Kufchafei. And we actually, in the Shia on the Maram Rutenberg, quoted this as well about a, the Namanis of a guy to say that someone died in order to start Avelus. So the Maram Rutenberg writes, is a Kreini, Kishayisi Tinak, I was a child, Vayisi Buhurtsberg, Batsikaisi Maya Mayiday, Harab Mivin, and I was learning Taira from Rabbi Yitzchak Mivin, the Arzarua, and a guy came and said to Rabbi Yosef that his brother, um, Achiv Shabyanisan, the brother of Yanisan, that their sister was Nifter, Shinifter Achaisai, and they asked the Raviyah, and he said that he could start being Miss Abel. So we see he was in Wurzburg, and that's where the Maram Rutenberg learned uh, from him. Himself, writes, and then he became a father, and he was a Balbris, either he was the, maybe he was the Sandak or the Mail, he was the father, it's not Klar. And the question was, in the middle of Shiva, could he go to the Bris? And my Rabbi, the Ravya, was there. Uh, and he allowed him to go to the Bris and not to the Suda. 
So we see he clearly was in um, in Würzburg. Now another Maisa that it happened in Regensburg, like we said before, he learned by Rebuda Chassid and um, and um, and um, and who else did he learn by? And also Rebbe Ram and Rebbe Moshe in Regensburg. He says this is brought in Hilchas Shabbos Nun Gimel and also in Masech Shabbos. There's a Taisis Yishanim there on the top of the page, second or third Taisis, that brings this Bikitzer. And in Narzurei writes, there was a story, she's Regensburg, when I was living in Regensburg, and the guy got sick, and he sent to a Jew to send him a wine on, on Yontif. And the Shail is, could you be mighty, do Haitzah on Yontif for a guy? And he told him that if he doesn't send him the wine, he's going to die. And this Akum was a was a powerful person, and says the Zeru, I was mad to him to send the wine because of Darke Shalom. Send it Ayadeya Goy Darke Shalom. and those who argued on me, Vishalakti Lemoyer of Simcha. So I sent the Shailu to my Rebbe, Reb Simcha from Shpira, and he did Vizeasher Eishivli, and he answered me, Gilgal Einai Chaverai, the uh, special one, my friend, Rebitzer Ramosha. And your words are very uh, sweet to me, pleasant to me. You're allowed to sell, send it through a guy. And he ends up saying, even on Shabbos, you could do such a thing. So this was the story that he brings in the Arzaruah on Hilcha Shabbos. And if you look in the Taisis Yishanim there on Yotas Amaralev, on the page, it's a little uh, words in Taisis, um, on Yotas Amaralev, you see the story there, uh, Bekitzer. Now, another place that he seems to have wandered in, in Hilcha Shabbos Peidalud Oistalud, he writes, in the Rhineland, the women are, have a minig to go out and they have silver keys to Rishus Arabim, and they make a necklace out of it, they hang it around their neck with a string, and they use it to lock things, and uh, since it's like a necklace, they're Neig Hatter. And the wives of my Rebbeim of the Rhineland also are Noyeg. They not, not only do not protest, they actually, my Rebbeim, were mad to this. He says, however, I believe that it's Aser. And this is a Sugin Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shenalif about keys and necklaces and things like that. Is it mutter or not? But here again, it seems he was in the Rhineland, and he says, my Rabbeim in the Rhineland. So we know Reb Simcha from Shpira, but this is another place. So, so far we had him in, uh, we have him in Bohemia, we have him in France, we have him in, uh, in Würzburg, in Regensburg, in, uh, in, in the Rhineland. So we have many, many places he is, like he said, he wandered a lot. Then he says in uh, I ended up in Hungary, in Budapest, Ula Ostrigis. I guess that's like Austria. They have these hot springs there. And they asked me if the women are allowed to be tivel in them because they weren't sure, because maybe now they'll be tivel in hot water. But and I was mad them. So here we have him in Hungary, Austria, that neighborhood. In Hilchas Gittin. And this is what the people of our kingdom, which kingdom? Eretz Shoshanya, which in parentheses that there's Spina, Spain. Ube Praga. Now I don't know if Praga is part of the old Prague, the regular Prague, is it a place in Spain? 
but it seems it was in Spain that they would write a ksuba on Arab Shabbos and get married on Arab Shabbos, but they wouldn't sign the ksuba till Matzah Shabbos. And he says it's okay. They they were right on Rabbi Shleim and Rashi that a ksuba once it's written, it already takes effect, even though the signatures have not uh, they weren't signed till Matzah Shabbos. It's not a problem. And again in Hilchasuka and Chelik Bei Shin Chaf. He says, In our place in Spain, the, um, the Chassan Eitera make a real Suda, they, they, they invite the Kehila, and they give them Machalim Taivim, Abzim Tarnagailim, they give them geese, and they give them chickens. It's not just like a Kiddush. With cake, they make a whole Suda out of it. So that's another place he was in. In Ilcha Shabbos, Chelik Beis, Nun Ches, it's negat to Hilchas Brachas and squeezing out things on Shabbos. And he says, I don't want to do what to do about apples b'machuseinu in our country. Which country? Be'inglatar uva Lombardia. So Lombardia is in Italy. Inglatar, um, I don't know if that's, if that's a region in Italy. Is that called Italy? But it seems he was in these places. Also, he says they make uh, juice out of uh, tapuchim and agasim, out of these fruits. But he says still, my das is that you're allowed to squeeze it lechatchil on Shabbos, and it's not a problem. So that's another place he calls Malchuseinu. In Uchasuka, Shin Ches, he says, even though we paskin like the shita that holds, that you only need one arava, one esrug, one lulav, and one hadas. However, Back to France. He says, that this is what they do in France. He says, there are those who have a minute to have 71 aravas. 71 um, branches of arava. Because lulav is gematria 68. Plus another three, neged the Esrog, Lulav, and Hadas. That's 71, which is connected the Sanhedrin, the Chain Minig be Yeshiva, and that's the Minig in Yeshiva as well, wherever this Yeshiva was that he was saying this. And of course, he was in uh, Vienna and Wien, um, because he's called, that's his name, Rebitzchak Mivin. So he was there as well at some time um, in uh, Wien. Now, <clears throat> in the year 1241, in the city of Frankfurt, there was a terrible pogrom. And many uh, um, um, uh, girls, unfortunately, were uh, nanas, were raped. And um, there was a very f- a big story that there was an arusa to Rabbi Yaakov Rabbi Yoel. There was a girl that was engaged to Rabbi Yaakov Rabbi Yoel. And this wasn't Islam like our engaged. This sounds like it was a real Aresin, like, like in the Tyra's Aresin. And uh, she was captured. And he assumed he couldn't get her back. And uh, he assumed she was living with the guy. Baratzain, and he ended up in the meantime marrying another woman because since she, his wife is also to him because uh, she's living with a guy, and uh, so there's no problem here with Rabbeinu Gershon marrying another woman because he can't get married to her, and um, so the um, there's a there in Marachar Zarua in his son's uh, Chuvas he brings Chuvas from Yehuda Kayin. Reb Meshulam, Reb David, and Reb David, Reb Shaltiel, three big adalim of the time, that they held that she's actually muttered to go back to her husband, and because of that, he has to divorce his second wife, he's being Ivran, the Chaim, the Rabbeinu Gershon. And he writes over there, the Marach HaZeruah, Vabamari Zal Asra. However, my father held that his Arusa is Asra to him, and therefore there's no problem. And that tshuva is written in our Zerua in, in Ois Tavshin Memzayin, Advar Hamaisis, the story that happened. And he, it's very interesting. He says, it's, he, he talks with a lot of care. He says, He says, um, this is, we're very worried about this. 
He says, We have to be pained over the tzaddikim that were killed and those that gave up their lives al Kiddush Hashem. And those girls who were nanas, and, and they really wanted to, stay, they were forced into it. You're not going to say anything bad about them. You have to say good about them. And I'm coming in front of my Rabbeim, these was Rabbeim, but they were the Gedalim of the time. And he says, like a Talmud, but he says, I believe that no Bezdin has, he goes through all Sugya, and he says, the Bezdin can't force her husband to take her, to take his Arusa. Um, and he says again, and this is not her fault. I'm not coming to shame, shame her. And he says it's a terrible thing. I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm not saying that she's it's it's, it's she's she, to talk bad about her. But in halacha, to say that she was nanas, he holds we need to aid him, and if not, until that happens, she is not mutter, and he asked her, and um, in the chuvas we brought before, Marach HaZeruah, um, the last one of Dover Shaltiel, Shaltiel, uh, Ben Rev Shaltiel, argues on him, and he answers back on this chuva, but it was a big tumult at the time. Now let's talk about the Sefer Arzeruah that he's known for. What is the Sefer Arzeruah? It's a gigantic Sefer, that is a sort of a segue, it's a midpoint in the, the Rishonim. We have the Baliatoisvis after Rashi. Rashi was Nifter in the beginning of the 1100s, and then we have the Baliatoisvis. And those Rishonim, they continue for the, about the next 200 years. And for the first 100 years or so, we have the Baliatoisvis like we have them today. And basically, they're Mafalpal in the Gemara. We have eventually, in the 1300s, we have the Talmud of the Arzurah, the Maram Rutenberg, and then the Rush, and then the Tor. They are like, bring the Halacha more. It's more Halachic-oriented. Um, and we have here the Arzurah sort of like in the middle. On one hand, he's Mephalpa a lot, and on the other hand, he's trying to bring the Halacha. He brings the Sugya, like the Baliatoises, backs and forths, and Kashas and Terutzim, and he also tries to bring the Halacha as well. It's a very hard safer to grasp the Mahalach, so to speak. And it's such an arichas, he actually brings from his Rabbi Reb Simcha from Shpira in Arzurua Tavshin, in Ais Tavshin, uh, looks like Samach Aleph that I wrote here. He, the Reb Simcha tells him, Rabbi Vechavera, it's interesting, he calls him his friend, he says, or his Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Tzupra Moshe was really his Rabbi. He says, The way you talk is really like to collect and to go in circles. And sometimes you go into too much length that's not necessary. The short way is the straight way. To take the silas, the fine flour, and leave over all the rest of the stuff. It's in a poetic uh, way. He's saying it like as he's greeting him before he writes the tshuva. But basically he's telling him, you talk too long. You, you say things much too lengthy. And that's really what the Sefer is. But the Sefer, Lamaisa, is, the, is, is, so to speak, the source of many, many of our Psakim, because of the Maram Rittenberg and the Rush, they all are coming from him, and there it goes to the Tur, and then the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, so to speak. So many of our Piske Ashkenaz are coming from the Arzurua. Now the Rush in Mesech Tatainis, Parag Dalid, Islam Beis, brings that the, the Maram Rittenberg um, writes, 
If this is what my Rebbe Dorzerua said, everyone has to follow it. Even though I have things to answer, he says, but you should be machmer like my Rebbe. Afilu, if he's mekel vani machmer. Even in cases where he's lenient, says the Maram Rutenberg, and I'm stringent, you still follow his leniency. Kal shekein kashu machmer vani mekel, for sure, when he is stringent, and I'm the lenient one, for sure we should go with him. That is how the Maram Rutenberg is mevatel his das to the Arzarua. In Chuvas, Marie Mintz, which is about maybe a hundred some years later, in Italy, in Simeon says, Mim kamakim, Ain lav or piv, you can't be over on the word of the Arzarua. He was a chacham gadol v'chasid. And um, in fact, over there in Simon Yud Bezun Gimel, he actually, as we'll see in a moment, not everybody had the Arzarua. He actually had the Arzarua Hagadol, as it was called. As it was called. The Naid of Yehuda, much later, of course, 1700s, in Ebenezer, Madura Tanyana, says of Alma and Kufya Dalid, Simon Kufya Dalid of Alma Asiv, and he offered Ve'efer Tachas Kapaz Ragler Arzarua, I'm nothing under the feet of the Arzarua, Betzarachani Lekabel Dimyun Shalai Levatel Daiti, and therefore I have to accept what he says and be Mavatel Maidas. The Ramah, in his Akdama to, uh, to, to uh, Darke Moshe, he says one of the reasons he's writing this is because the Beis Yosef didn't take into account the Chachmi Ashkenaz, the Baliyat and the Arzarua is one of them, and his uh, Pirush, you, when you learn Ramah, you see over and over the Arzarua is the source of things. But it's very clear in the Paiskim that they did not have the actual Sefer, the Arzarua, it's possible because it was so big, it was very hard to copy before the printing press, it was very hard to copy over, and it was such an arichus. And his son actually made a kitzer, his son Reb Chai made a kitzer, which is either called Piske Arzarua, Amarach Arzarua, Arzarua HaKatan. So you find in the Paiskin very often when they quote the Arzarua, they're quoting either from the Piske or the Katan or the Marach because they didn't actually have the Sefer. And in fact, when you learn Rosh, you learn Mardchai, there's on the side there what's called Hagais Hashri or Hagais Mardchai. Most of them are actually from Piske or Zerua. That's what they are. Some of the Paiskim had it. The Ramah and the Marshal seem to have had the Sefer or Zerua Gadol. And they bring it. And like we said before, the, um, the, um, the Mari Mintz quoted Beferish in Simon Yudbei, Simon Yudgimel, he quotes the Arzarua HaGadol. The Chumas Hadeshen in Psokim um, Kuf Yudbei says, where I am in the Neistat, there I don't have the Arzarua. I was in a different city, and they do have the Arzarua Gadol, some volumes of it, he said. And I did see that Psak. He says, To the one he's writing to, he says, I know in your city they do have the Arzarua Gadol. I know they have the entire uh, Sefer there. So you see, the Paiskim um, didn't have it. Chuvas Maril. He brings from Piskei Arzarua, and then afterwards he says, Vinei Kitzer, the Piskei Arzarua, are just the final psak of what the Arzarua said. That's why it's much shorter. Uh, he says the Piskei Arzarua didn't bring the Raya, for Arzarua Gadol and Miyadi. So I'm not sure what the Raya to the Halacha is. So this was like the, uh, the, 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 the problem that the Paiskim have, although they're bringing Psakim from the Arzarua, but they didn't have the original Sefer always um, to look at. 
Now, what's fascinating about this is that the Sefer itself was never printed till the 1800s. Could you imagine from the 1200s to the 1800s, there were some copies in existence, handwritten copies, but it was not printed till the 1800s. In the Akadama, the one who was bringing, pr- printing it, his name is Rebekiva Larin, he says that where did he, he says the, the manuscript that he had got was in the Rishus of the Rav of Berlin, the author of the B'samim Reich, and he says the Rav of Berlin sent it to a different city by boat. It doesn't say to where or how. The boat sunk, and with it the manuscript sunk, and it got all waterlogged, and somehow um, in Asvasayam uh, in Parisia uh, Maravi, Western Parisia, wherever that is, um, it, um, it, it, it washed ashore, and there was a fisherman there who took it and realized it's a Jewish thing, and he brought it to um, to someone in the city, Lumer, Lomer, Lamed Vav, Memem, Ayin Reish, and he brought it to him, and this Rabbi Kiva says that my brother, Rabbi Tzvi Hersh, heard about it, he purchased it for a lot of money, and that's how I got it, and I'm printing it. And that's how we have the Arzaru HaGadol today. And Rabbi Yosef Shal Natanzan, the Baal Sheilam Eishim, in an Askama, he says, Uveirachti Baruch Yoytza Amiris, I made a bracha, baruch yoytza, maris, arzaru, latzadik, ashreinu, shezachinu lekach. And you look at the askamas over there, the askamas from Gedailei Pailim, Gedailei Lita, Gedailei Ostreich, you see the simcha from the Gedailim, that now they're able to have the, uh, the uh, arzarua. Like Rabbi Yosef Shal says, He says, We know the, his throne of Psak was amongst the Gedalia Paiskim. Rabbi Seinu Baliatoises Meviu. The Baliatoises bring him. Avoy Dazar Dafnun Ches Amid Beis. Taisis brings from the Arzarua. Uvarash Vitur Muvoy Miksara. And the Russian tour is brought only Bikitzer Avalay Bishlemus. Vigamba Gois Ashri Umardchai Muva. And Baruch Hashem, he says, We know who the Arzarua was, but we didn't have access to the Sefer. Now, what's very famous is why he called the Sefer Arzarua. In the beginning of the Sefer, he says, I called the Sefer um, Arzarua Mnechiba Yaseira, because there's a special Chiba I have, Shemotsasi Bezehamikra, that I found in the Pasuk, Arzarua Latzadik Leif Simcha, that the last letter in each of those words, Reish Ayin Kuf Yud Beis Hey, spelled out Rebbe, Rebbe Akiva, Reish Akiva, with a Hey. And he says, because there's a Shaila, how you write Akiva with an Aleph or an Ahay. When you look in the Gemara in Bavli, you always find it with an Aleph. In your Shalmi, it's always with a Hay. So there's a Shaila in Allah, like by a Get, do you say Hay or Aleph? You write a Hay or Aleph. So he says, it's clear from here, you write it with a Hay. He says, Venichta Bepeirush for Leiberemes. It's a Peladika thing. He was a Tom of Yudah Chassid. So, you know, Yudah Chassid was mystical. He was Chassid Ashkenaz and, and Gematrias and things like that. He says, This is a Bepeirush. This is not a Remez. Why? He says, Reish, the letter Reish, if you write it out, Reish Yud Shin. So, Reish Yud Shin, Bemiloi Hainu Rebbe. It's as if it says Rebbe. Why? Because there's a concept called Atbash. Atbash means that you can have interchangeable letters. Aleph is the first letter of the Aleph Beis, and Toph is the last. So Aleph and Toph are interchangeable. Beis and Shin, and so on and so forth. So in Atbash, if you interchange Shin for Beis, so that means instead of Reish being spelled out Reish Yod Shin, it's Reish Yod Beis, which Reish Beis Yod is Rebbe. So the, word, the letter Reish is Rebbe, and then we have Akiva. So it's Mefurish Rebbe Akiva. 
And because of this great chiba that I have, that I found his name written in this pasuk, wrote your name in his sefer. We know the medrash that Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbi Kiva saying Shir. Ba'akiva ben Shmoi, ben Yosef Shmoi, Hashem told the Moshe um, Rabbeinu, there's someone, Akiva, who is going to be Dairish from every little kites, every little um, little line of every letter, Tilim, Tilim Shalalachas. So Vechein Ashcha Mikani continues and he says, so we see from here, the Rabbi Kiva was with Darshan Oisius, he was with Darshan letters. And he brings a, a Braisa, the Alpha Bezid, the Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva with Darshan, the Aleph Bez, Amr Rabbi Kiva, Aleph Bez, Gimel, Aleph Melamed, Amra Teira, MS Lomad Picha. Aleph stands for MS Lomad Picha. So you see that you take the word Aleph and you darshan it. This is what Rabbi Kiva did. And since I was able to find Rabbi Kiva's name in the Torah, so therefore, Hilkach or in Tehillim, Hilkach Melani Levavi Lepalpe Beoiser Shal Alpha Beisa. So the first thing he's saying here is, I called the Sefer Arzarua because I found Rabbi Kiva's name here, Mefurish in the pasuk, and there's such a chibi yisera that I have to that. Number two, we see the Rabbi Kiva Darshan's letters, letters itself. Aleph, he has the uh, Brisa. Aleph stands for Emes Lomar Picha. So therefore, the Zerua said the first thing he did in his Sefer was to bring all the letters of the Aleph base and Darshan all the letters. And that's what he did. He Darshans all the letters of the Aleph base. And in fact, there's so many different ways to Darshan, like we said, like this Atbash. In the beginning of our Zerua, if you take a look there, he lists off all the different ways. I don't even understand all of them. But for example, you have um, the next one he has is like Aleph, Yud, and Kuf. So there's like 1, 10, and 100. And then there's Beis, Chaf, Reish. All those letters go together. 2, 20, 200. Gimel, Lamed, Shin. So that's another way of interchangeable letters. Then there's also At, Bach. You could have just Aleph and Tes are interchangeable. Beis, Ches, Gimel, Zion. Then there's Aleph, Beis, Gimel, and then you go take off a letter, Beis, Gimel, Dalit. You're always going up one letter, Gimel, Dalit, Hey. And there's more than that over there. You look in the beginning of our Zeruah, I list up all these letters. These are all different ways of gematrias and darshaning. And then he goes through them, every single letter, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, for a few pages, darshaning all different things from the spellings of the letter. Now it's interesting, he said that he is a Chiba Yaseira, that he found this Rebbe Akiva here. Um, it's interesting, he doesn't say how he found it. But the Taz, in Hilchas Gittin, in Shema's Gittin, under the name Akiva, he's going back and forth, Aleph or Hey, Avor Rabbeinu Yitzchak, Rabbeinu he argues, Umatzasi, Sheshoa Lebal Chalayim. So the Taz writes that the Arzurua asked the Shaila to a Malach, the Baal Chalayim, how to write Rabbi Akiva, Veheshiv Layapasuk Arzurua. And through this dream, the Malach showed him this Pasuk Arzarua, and that's why he called the name of the Sefer Arzarua. Therefore, that's why he holds there's a hay at the end. So the, the Arzarua Nakdama doesn't say it came from a dream. It says it was a Chibi Seira, that it was. Um, it was Shemotsasi Amikra. I found it in this Pasuk. However, the Taz says it was from a Chalain. So I just want to end off with one last thing. Um, that he brings the Nilcha Shabbos, Ois um, Membeis, and uh, again, it, uh, since he was a Tamri Yudah Chassid, he brings like mystic things as well throughout the Sefer. 
and he says, I, I, uh, he's talking about saying brachas, Rabbi Yudach, he brings from Yudach Hasid, about saying brachas out loud, and uh, he says that I knew a Jew from Worms, his name was Rabunim, he was an older person, he was on the Hebra Kedisha, and he says one time he came early to Shul, and he saw a person sitting there, and on his head he had like a, a crown of, of some types of good smelling grasses, herbs, and the, this Rabunim says he got very scared. He thought it was a shade. He thought it was a bad malach. And then he told him, he says, one second, you look familiar. He says, aren't you so-and-so that died and I just buried him? So he says, yeah. So he says, oh, he wasn't scared anymore. So he says, and, and how are you doing in the Ilam Ahmes? I'm doing very well. He says, really? What schus did you have? He says, you were an Adam Kaldu. You weren't anything special. What do you mean you're, you're doing well? So this is what the person told him. He says, I had one schus. And that schus was that I came to Shul and I said the brachas bekal noim beveisaknesis. I said brachas in a pleasant voice in the beisaknesis. And because of that, they brought me to Gan Eden and they're mechabin me. And he says, if you don't believe it's really me, I'll show you a simon. He showed him the, his, his sleeve was ripped and he says, you remember when you were putting on my tachrichim, you ripped the sleeve a little bit. And then he asked him, why do you have that thing on your head? He says, those are grasses from Gan Eden that smell so good, I put them on to come to this world to be mevatel, the terrible stench that there is in this world that I couldn't stand. So Zakt, the Arzurua, why am I telling you this? And there were a few stories he said over there, the other two from Yudah Chassid and this one. He says, I'm telling you these stories, that Yerushalayim should see. He's not just talking about Brach, he's talking about Psuki de Zimra as well. He should say the praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a pleasant voice, with Kavana, and in that way he'll be Zeichet to Ganeiden like this person. This was the Arzarua, who so much of our Shulchan Aruch, our daily life is based on the Arzarua. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and Kaltov.